Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. (laughs) Hey everyone, and welcome to Spooky Saturday! Welcome on this lovely September 5th, 2020, year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, do you ever think about how it's like, I don't know, I think about like how people like a long time ago in like Middle Ages or 1900s couldn't even imagine 2020 and here we are. You know, I did see a, a meme the a meme. other day, which is a meme where they were like, Mayans got, it was a typo, it's supposed to be 2021, <laughs> and I was like, yes, I would, that seems fair, yeah, <laughs> it seems I'm like, like a oh, fair assessment. Oh yeah, that assessment. seems about right, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, it's now officially spooky season. It is. It's after September 1st, officially spooky season. We're, uh, I, well, I haven't decorated yet, because it's been hot, and I just, it's, I don't have it in me. Last year it was cold, and so I was like, I was ready September 1st, I was ready to go. This year, it's just too warm. So I think in like two weeks when it starts raining again and it's actually cold, then I'll decorate. But right now I'm like, eh. Like I went to Home Depot and they had, I went to go get stuff for the chicken loft or the chicken coop. And they had, I I shit you not, a like 25 foot tall plastic skeleton. It was huge. Like it was actually huge. And I'm just like, what are you going to do with this? (laughs) Your Home Depot is on it because I went to mine today to try and get that alien sign. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing. What? There's just I'll go, angry I'll go get people you not wearing masks. I'll go, get so. you an, I'll go get you an alien sign. They have a bunch of... I got of- a scented broom so I can oh, put that good. up. Yeah. I don't think that'll affect the birds. I don't know. No, you'll be... It should be okay. Those of you who have a Home Depot that is stocked, there's a bunch of alien stuff this year for some reason. Like It's, it's amazing. Like, there's, a gi- <laughs> there's like a giant like eight foot tall alien a small like four foot tall alien and like a bunch of signs that say like area 51 like alien like it's weird so i'll pick you up one kayla don't worry you can put it in your yard it's important it's important (laughs) for people to know that's my political sign aliens political sign just alien (laughs) oh my god oh my god king kaiserol said their neighbor put a happy fall y'all sign on their front door that's the that's how I'm trying to live my life, honestly. Yeah, they said they kind of hate it. I mean, oh. it's, I would only hate it if it's in that one font. You know the font. The live, laugh, you know, love yeah, font? Yeah, yeah, that font. <laughs> you know the font. Ugh. Gosh. So, yeah, we... I feel like last week we did a shorter one. It was super fun. We just talked about some stories. We have some mail this week. Yeah, you were telling me about it. It's very yeah. interesting and also yeah. horrifying. Yeah, so we got some mail, so we'll go through that before we start. There was one more thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah, we have a couple, like, current event things to talk about. My personal spooky story is that uh, one of the baristas at the place where I pick up my mail told me that she saw a ghost cat. And, like, I gave her my number to send me the video. She has the video of this ghost cat, apparently. She said she saw, like, out of the... she. There's a whole backstory to it. Apparently, she lived in an apartment... That used to be owned, or used to, this old lady used to live in, and she had two cats. And one of the old lady's cats died, and then she said she used to see this, like, ghost cat 
after that was like her cat and that her cat would play with like this cat that wasn't there. And so she <gasps> moved out the, and told her about this ghost cat. And then when she moved in, she was like, I guess just sitting there and saw like a cat walk by in her apartment that like was a shadow, just a shadow cat. And she said there was like, it wasn't, a sh- it wasn't like the light wasn't anything. And she took a video of it. So I was like, I was like, this is my first test as a MUFON field researcher. Field investigator, yes! I was like, I need this video of this ghost cat. So I gave her my number. Hopefully if she finds it, she'll text it to me. She's a good barista. Come uh, on. I trust her. I know. I hope she gets it together and sends this to you. She said she has it. So I'm like, hold, hold your breath. Hopefully she'll send us this ghost cat video. Because I go there all the time to drop off orders... Because I, you know, I have so many Etsy and Weakering Hens orders. I'm there all the time. So she knows me by name. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask her. Oh, yeah, sorry. Ithriel Enchanter, <laughs> Barista and Mail. The place I go to is called Sip and Ship. So it's got sipping. It's got a, you know, it's Seattle. Come on. Yeah. Like, why not really, get some coffee? Why not get some coffee and some kombucha some while booch. you drop your mail, your mail off? It does make packing like 280 cardigans and mailing them less depressing when your reward is a coffee. Yeah, that's true. That's a genius business model, yeah. honestly. It is a genius because I am a sucker. I will 100% get a coffee every time I go there because I'm addicted. Yeah. It's a promble. Coffee's good, yeah. though. That's what I have. Iced coffee. Nice. Ooh, I have... Oh my god, speaking of spooky season, I feel like such a like a dumb white person for saying this, but the silk almond almond milk creamer pumpkin spice. <gasps> they have pumpkin with, spice flavored? Yes. Almond milk. Get the silk almond milk creamer with pumpkin spice with cold brew. That good. sounds good. It's, real good. it's real good. It's real good. I'm sorry. I like pumpkin sorry, spice everyone. flavored things. And I do I too. Don't. I'm like, I don't think it's weird anymore. I think people are so far into the apocalypse that they're just like, like what you like. Just enjoy the small pleasures of life because it's all oh, we have anymore. That, yeah. So that that's really good. And Miss Lamar in chat said uh, they got a, a Starbucks pumpkin cold brew. That's the shit. That's the only good one. Oh, the, the pumpkin foam? cold brew. Yeah. The pumpkin cold brew is the only good one. The other ones are nasty, but the oh, pumpkin I, cold brew. I don't I like, like the, the other ones. I like the <laughs> other ones. I like them all. Well, I like them, but if only they do, like, half of how much they put in it. Because if you yeah. get, like, a small one and they put as much, it's gross. It's they too put, much. They sweeten. A lot of places make coffee way too sweet, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, I just outed myself as a 2020 sad white person. That's fine. Enjoy what you like. Spice. Yeah. But the almond, well, the almond milk one, almond milk creamer. You have to try it. It's really good. The pumpkin Yeah, spice. I will check that out. Because my normal creamer is... Shoot, I don't know the brand. I've tweeted about it because it's very hard to find. But it's the uh, oat milk, sh- uh, like, oatmeal cookie creamer. Ooh. And it's Oh, no, choice. I've never had that. It is the best. Like, they also is have vanilla. The, the vanilla is not as good. The, o- the no. oatmeal cookie, holy crap. Is it the Oatly one? The Oatly uh, I think oatmeal cookie... Oatmeal creamer. Like Hang on. This, this is important, is the, everyone. I'm like, this is the important part of the show. Okay, everyone? This is oh, important. Oh, no. It's also silk. It's silk oat, yeah, oat milk creamer, the oatmeal cookie one. Oh, you have to get okay. it. Okay. Because that, yeah, they're, 
their uh, almond milk one is the pumpkin spice one. It's real good. Trust me, it's yeah. the best creamer. It's all I drink. I love it. All right. All right. I'll get some. Ugh. Anyway, coffee is important. Coffee update. The pumpkin spice has no shame anymore. Besides, it's a classic mix of spices used with pumpkin for forever. Exactly. It's yes. true. It's exactly. just the spices that go on pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin pie is a beloved dessert, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, King, wait, King Witch, subscribe to tier two for those mush. <laughs> I'm jealous. The strict of the mush. Strict I need to add some mush. more mush. Different kinds of mush. Get those chanterelles in there. Oh, yeah. Stuff. The only Pretty place fun. you'll see I'm the gonna... Polly. Oh, God. No, <laughs> so sad. It is I'm very sorry. sad. <laughs> well, it's raining where you are. It's true. Like the East, the East Coast is popping off right now. Okay. It's like, true. I saw it. I saw the picture. Like, I go, <laughs> I go follow these. We're talking about mushroom hunting, by the way. I go follow these mushroom hunting tags, and I'm ready to go out there. I got my boots, my raincoat. I'm ready. I'm primed to go find these mush. And it's, like, dry. It's, like, Desolate. sad, dry. It hasn't rained in, like, two weeks, which for here is a long time. Like That is very weird. It. For here, it's a long time, and it's not supposed to rain for, like, another week and a half. So... Yeah, like Weird. what Chris is saying, like Chris and Jesse have been coming with me and we just don't find anything. It just hasn't rained. It just hasn't rained. You'll get there and it'll be an abundance of mushrooms when the time yeah. comes. Yeah, there, there'll be, I hope. Well, last year it was really early. So we were blessed. We were blessed last year with early mush. This year, East Coast, where you are, has been blessed with early mush. So I know. So Living all those pictures of people finding like, like head size like chicken of the woods. <laughs> I know. They just want to like flip this table. I'm like, give me <sighs> that. I want it. And like, you can't ask people if you like, because I've asked Jack because one of his friends found a bunch of chanterelles and he owns a restaurant no! and he actually made this amazing dish. I want to try. It's like soba noodles in a chanterelle sauce. And I'm like, I want that shit. Um, but I was like, can you ask him? You can't him? see me, but I'm making a very angry face. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, can we ask him? And he's like, no, people do not share their sweet spots where they find these things. I was like, Ugh. You're like, well, I only want like five of them. Yeah, just I'm give not- me like a little handful. That's <laughs> all I want. A <sighs> anyway, that I could talk about that for a very long time because it is upsetting to me that it has not rained. It is, you can, like, some of the trees are changing color. Like, at night, it's cooler. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's getting there. It is. It's getting there. But I feel like this this summer has just been running a little long, which is fine. Once the mush start, they will, you know, they'll come back. And then I'll have a million pictures of the amazing Amanitas that come out of the ground, which are so cool. Yeah, that will be really those. cool. Do you have those? I don't, I don't think we do. I mean, maybe, but I've never, ever seen one or heard the of red people. Ones? Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of anybody finding them, but it, I think they're I way know. more common There's out there. There's a lot there. here, yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, they're amazing. Like, yeah, Chris, they just, like, like, so the place, again, where I go get my mail, last year, I think it was, like, November, I was just, like, dropping off mail, and right on the street, on a regular-ass tree, just, like, a street tree, there was just this, like, giant fairy mushroom just grown out of the ground i'm like excuse me like i took a picture of it and everything was like this big it was an amanita like the one on that right here on our on our little background they're amazing i know anyway so spooky season i'm excited uh other current events is uh an article 
an article from the Los Angeles Times. (laughs) I'm going to read this article. It's very short. There's no pictures or anything. It's just very funny. Uh, Alarmed pilot tells LAX Tower, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. The FBI are now investigating. (laughs) I'm going to read the article and link it to you in the chat. What? In the show notes. Yeah. So someone with someone with just a straight up jetpack was like flying close to LAX. Okay. The article no. says, "Yes, this is from the Los Angeles Times. The FBI has launched an investigation after an American Airlines pilot said he saw what appeared to be a man flying with a jetpack Sunday night near Los Angeles International Airport." Uh, Tower, American 1997, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. The first American Airlines pilot states in a call to the control tower. Uh, American 1997, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Were they off to your left or right side? The tower operators answered. On the, Off the left side, maybe 300 yards or so. About our altitude, the pilot responded. We just saw the guy pass us by in a jetpack. A second pilot from JetBlue Airways then tells the tower, which warned another pilot about the sighting. Uh, only in L.A., the air traffic controller says at one point. <laughs> FBI spokeswoman Laura M. M. Miller said Tuesday that agents at LAX were investigating after the pilot reported the incident to the control tower. The FBI is aware of the reports by pilots on Sunday and is working to determine what occurred. The Federal Aviation Administration also confirmed receiving a report. Two airline flight crews reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack as they were on their final approach to LAX around 6.35 p.m. on Sunday. Spokesman Ian Greger told City News Service the FAA alerted local law enforcement to the reports and is looking into them. So, I <laughs> I googled this and apparently jetpacks are super real and this could be a real thing. Yeah, it is. It's just a person in a jetpack. But, like, it's also just really funny. Yeah, I'm like, wh- how... Who is this person that can afford a jetpack? They were saying it was like Elon Musk's next project or something. Oh I was my god! It could, Iron could be Iron Man. Yeah, uh, it could be the Rocketeer. Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting is that how different this article is from the articles about UFOs, because they said the FBI was already involved. So it's hmm. like, how come when there was a UFO over Laguardia? in Chicago, I think it was LaGuardia, there was a big, huge UFO sighting in, like, 2009, 2010 or something. And they never said, like, the FBI were involved. They were just, like, everyone was like, I don't know, and then they just stopped talking about it. So, but it was there. There was something there. They, like, multiple pilots and crews saw a disc above the airport. It shot up into the sky. There was a hole in the clouds. And it's all reported. Like, it's all, like, from pilots... But the articles were never, like, FBI's involved. They were just like, mm-mm, not, not going to talk about it. So, interesting difference in perspective is, like, guy in a jetpack in 2020, totally possible. <laughs> but wow. UFO, that puts a hole in the clouds, you know, people can explain jetpacks. Not well, as weird as aliens, I guess. Well, and then that makes me think of everything, everything alien-related makes me think of Day After Roswell, because they talk about the fact that the government did this whole shame campaign yeah. where they would be like, aliens, psh, that's dumb. We won't take that seriously. So they just yeah. continue to not take it seriously because if they, because then you, you just have no choice but to think it's fake. Right. It's real. Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting, as when I saw that article, it was an interesting juxtaposition between just dude in a jetpack and, like, 
if it had been something far more unexplainable, like what, how would like the authorities would have reacted versus like, we're going to arrest this guy in a jetpack, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So, well, interesting. I would like a jetpack. I think no, wait, change my mind. I don't want to go up that high. That'd be scary. No, jetpack would be fun. I don't know. But like, what if it fails? I would like the ability to fly. I just don't want to rely on technology (laughs) to do so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Hmm. So anyway, that was uh, that was that current event. I have been doing more research on our good friends at QAnon because I just can't <laughs> help myself. You have, to, you have to stop. I just know it's it's good content. It's ridiculous. So recently there was uh, a few marches. Here oh my god! Called, here we go. There were marches in various cities that were called Save the Children marches. They were really just a front for QAnon. Like, right. It was just a, a front for QAnon. They were in the UK. They were everywhere. And it was, like, people yelling, like, like pedos go home. Because, like, they, they think that, like, Hollywood people are all pe- pedophiles. So, all like, they were... Yeah. It's so, like, they were in downtown um, Hollywood. And I was listening to a podcast that you guys should check out if you're interested in more of, of like... Like, serious deep dives into what this is, like, into why people are believing this and stuff, which is QAnon Anonymous. QAnon Anonymous. It's a podcast, um, on, it's on Spotify and everything, but it's not, it's not pro QAnon. It's more of, like, research in a lot of ways. They actually, they actually go out and, like, go to the marches and research them, which I, which I, that's, like, my favorite stuff, because they interview people, and I find that fascinating to hear how these people like like well how do they get into this like one lady was like yeah i used to be like a pagan or like maybe i am a pagan but like now i just want to save the children and i'm like well, what <laughs> so like were they you legitimately... like the children before like i don't know what? but like i don't know but they like legitimately believe that people that people are like going after children to drink their blood when they're scared to stay young mm-hmm. <laughs> and wear their faces. Right. And wear their, well, yeah, that was the alleged video of Hillary Clinton and someone else like killing a baby and wearing its face. Right. That was, yeah, frazz- fa- that was frazzle drip. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, it's called adrenochrome. And then one person at this, like at this protest, not protest or March to save the children in Hollywood, like pointed at the, at the Hollywood, um, the Grauman's Chinese, and was like, theater? And was like, that's a shrine to Adrenochrome. <laughs> what? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, like, like, yeah, and, and that's what Flumpton said as well. If you say they're wrong, they're like, well, do you hate children? I'm like, you n- must no, hate children no. then. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, yeah, yo, you don't want to save the children? I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> There's so, no anyway. in-between. Yeah, and I think at the, the when I showed you guys that, like, couple with the sign that said Frazzle Drip last time, that was at the Hollywood one I was talking about. But this person was actually there and was interviewing pe- people, which I found, like, fascinating. One person, one person, when he was even, like... Oh my god, Beast Force said I used to work in Hollywood and I once saw Hillary Clinton carrying a cartoon sack full of children into a basement. <laughs> Same. Oh my god. Okay, not to continue this conversation, but like, what are adrenochrones? Are they like midichlorians or Ketracel White? Or like, what 
<laughs> what is this? Is that a real thing? I don't know what, what that is term it? is. Adrenochrome? Adrenochrome is the blood of scared children that they drink. Oh, so it's like Tetrasol White. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's yeah. still Tetrasol White. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adrenochrome is a real chemical that your body releases when you're scared, I think. Oh. But it doesn't do anything. Like, it's... it's Or something. So they think that... People are using children's fear, like, to fuel themselves, like, in yes. Monsters, Inc. That's the plot of Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was, but th- that's from the, I know, Lord Dreamer, this is some D&D crone stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there. the thing is, is that there are a lot of people in power that are bad and that do bad things, and they should be held accountable for those bad things. But, um, as in, if they do something and break the law, they should go to jail. But, like, I'm, I, the thing that confused me the most, and this is the last I'm going to talk about QAnon today. <laughs> today. Because I, I don't want to, yeah, today, I will, we do come back. We have We will to. return. It's now part of our current events. Oh, boy. But, is that, so, QAnon's really conservative. They think that, like, Jeff Sessions is, like, keeping, is, like, keeping like biden from like going after kids and like all this like bizarre stuff like bizarre so so they're super conservative so they like the police so it's but like they think that the police don't know like these people are are pedophiles so they don't trust the police so then they go out of their way to like that one guy who went to that like pizza place and like like with a gun oh yeah yeah so they break the law because they don't trust the police but they like the police. So I'm like, so I'm like, where? So, so you don't think the police would know if someone was like murdering kids? I promise you they would know. Like, I promise you there's someone's job. Someone would figure, know at least. Yeah, I promise you that people would know what's happening. So I, that's what, that's what confuses me so much is how the, those dots can't connect. Like, yeah. So anyway. <sighs> it's wild. And I cannot believe that people are in, are actually believing this and like going on like marches and stuff like that. I cannot, I cannot. So I, I guess I'm not surprised because I leave my house and see people doing really dumb stuff every day That's and not true. believing science or anything. So oh, yeah, none of them wear masks at these like rallies. either. How they could they think, breathe Holly? I know. Well, they all think that, that coronavirus is a some kind of like probably deep state thing i don't know just oh yeah yeah i will not call him out but someone close to me in my life that i may or may not be related to thinks that if you don't uh pay attention to coronavirus it's fine and it doesn't exist he literally said that to me i don't know i thought that he learned object permanence as a child but that's guess cool. not that's cool neat 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 yeah, I mean, this all ties into our topic. It's conspiracy theory related, but uh, it's just, I feel like like at this point we can talk about anything going on because it's all just such a mess. It like, is a mess. It's, yeah, it's all just, it's all just such a mess. But we do have a couple of mail day items. Ooh, uh, Disney sent us a lovely letter and they found a book at their university uh, called German Secret Weapons of the Second World War, published in 1959. 
And it was originally written in German. Ooh. So this is a, a photocopy of what the Germans uh, in World War II tried to make is a plant. It's actually very cool. I'll read you the description. It's actually, it's an interesting article. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will show you the pictures. It says, flying saucers were definitely established over Korea, and press reports said that they were seen also during the NATO maneuvers in, the, in ALSAC in the autumn of 1954. It can no longer be disputed that flying saucers exist. This isn't a book from the 50s. But the fact that their existence is still being denied, particularly in, in America, because the mm. United States developments have not progressed far enough to match the Soviet Union's, gives food for thought. There also seems some hesitation to recognize that these novel flying saucers are far superior to conventional aircraft, including modern turbojet machines. <laughs> that they surpass their flying performances, load capacity, and maneuver maneuverability, and thereby make them obsolete. So I think more or less what they're saying is, like, the Americans were afraid that the Russians had UFOs, and that that's why it was being kept a secret. Yes, that's that, that again, that wasn't that in Day After Roswell where they talked yeah. about the fact that it was all because, like, it probably yeah. would have went differently if they had found these things at a different time, mm -hmm. when they weren't just like, it's the Russians. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the book is called German Secret Weapons of the Second World War by Rudolf Lussar translated because it was in german so i'll read the beginning of this flying saucer thing because it is really interesting it says flying saucers have been whirling around around the world since 1947 suddenly turning up here and there soaring in and darting off again at unprecedented speed with flames encircling the rim of the saucer's disc they have been located by radar pursued by fighters and yet nobody has so far succeeded in establishing the existence of such a flying saucer or managed to ram or even shoot one down the public, even the experts, are perplexed by an ostensible mystery or a technical miracle. But slowly, the truth is coming out that even during the war, German research workers and scientists made the first moves in the direction of these flying saucers. They built and tested such near-miraculous contraptions. Experts and collaborators in this work confirmed that the first project, called Flying Discs, were undertaken in 1941. The designs for these flying discs were drawn up by the German experts Schreiber, Habermull, and Mitte, and the Italian Belonzo, Habermull, and Schreiber, and the Italian Belonzo. Habermull and Schreiber chose a wide surface ring, which rotated around a fixed cupola-shaped cockpit. The ring consisted of adjustable wing discs, which could be brought into the appropriate position for the takeoff or horizontal flight, respectively. Mitte, Mitte, Mithe? Yeah. Developed a discus-shaped plate of a diameter of 42 meters in which adjustable jets were inserted. Shriver and Habermol, who worked in Prague, took off what the first flying disc on or took off with the first flying disc on February 14, 1945. Within three minutes, they climbed to an altitude of 12,400 meters and reached Ugh. a speed of 2,000 kilometers an hour in horizontal flight. That's pretty impressive. Wow. It was intended ultimately to achieve speeds of 4,000 kilometers an hour. Extensive preliminary tests and research were necessary before construction could be started. Because of the great speed and extraordinary heat stress, special heat-resisting materials had to be found. The development, which cost millions, was almost completed at the end of the war. The then-existing models were destroyed, but the plant in Breslau, where Mithe worked, fell into the hands of the Russians, who took all the material and the experts to a Siberia, where work on these flying saucers is being successfully continued. 
Shriver escaped from Prague in time. Habermol, however, is probably in the Soviet Union, as nothing is known of his fate. The former designer Mithe is in the United States, and as far as is known, is building flying saucers for the United States and Canada at the AV Row Works, I guess, company? Years ago, the U.S. Air Force received orders not to fire at flying saucers. This is an indication of the existence of American flying saucers, which Ooh. must not be endangered. The flying shapes so far observed are stated to have diameters of 1642, 45, and 75 meters, respectively, and to reach up to speeds of 7,000 kilometers an hour. And wow. then uh, it shows a picture of the flying saucer here. I don't know if you can, I'll make sure you can see it. So this is oh. what, uh, an example of what the German flying saucer looked like. Oh, weird. It's like a ball. It's like the yeah. ultimate Frisbee. Weird. Yeah, and I, I do know, I, like, these were, they did, like, Americans also did try to make flying saucers, but none of them had the maneuverability or the anything that the ones that we see moving, obviously, so quickly have. But, um, yeah, thank you, D Disney. This was, and again, the book is the German secret weapons of the Second World War. And, uh, yeah, it was very cool. Very cool. Nice to get a, a fun photocopy of some cool book stuff. I love it. Wow. Research materials. Yeah. Really interesting. I think that's, I think that's really cool. And it also, I mean, that makes sense. I've heard, I've heard about the, the German flying saucer things before, but this gave a lot more information about things involving the Americans, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Like saying, they said, oh, don't shoot at the UFOs. Like, maybe they are Americans because they said, don't shoot at them. Who knows? Or they, at least we know who they are. Mm, yeah. To not be hostile. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of so. this, though, I will give you a remove on UFO sighting update for <gasps> August 2020. Oh, my God. Guess how many total sightings across the globe for August 2020? Oh, I don't want to. Uh, Give thousand. me a number. A thousand. Oh, less than that, actually. So that maybe will make you feel better. Uh, 645. Oh, that, oh, across the globe, huh? Well, those are reported ones, so. Correct. There were 518 in the U.S. That's so, wild. A lot of them. Um, 22 in Washington. Nope. Only nine in Virginia. I am great. I am so less less alien filled. You're over safer here. than me. Yeah, safe. But yes, that's your update. So they're still that's they're good. still yeah. going they're strong. Still, everyone, they're still going. Only nine. <laughs> <laughs> Only nine. I have one more mail thing. Uh, this is from Bobby at Nerd Props. Ooh, that's uh, an Etsy store called Nerd Props, but it is related. Because they're Riker and Picard earrings. <gasps> what? <laughs> of Picard face palming and Riker on the trombone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is that amazing? That is amazing. What is that Etsy store? Uh, nerd props. Oh my gosh. I'm sure they can make you your own pair of Riker and Picard. Riker playing the trombone earrings. And their notes said, ever notice how Picard is always conveniently stuck on the bridge? when Riker's doing his jazz show. I hope you like these earrings. <laughs> yeah. And the Riker's trombone is also shiny. It's great. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Bobby. I know Kayla would be jealous. I am jealous. They sent I'm me looking... some pigeon ones a long time ago. I, I don't <gasps> know where they went, but they're so cute. That is cute. Yeah, there's some cute... There's uh, there's also some broomstick ones and stuff on here. This cute. is a very cute shop. You should check it out. Cute. Yeah, nerd props on Etsy. 
yeah, so that's it. Those are all our, our fun mail day current event updates. This episode is mostly just about Kayla and I outing ourselves as, as believing in conspiracy <laughs> theories. Okay. <laughs> you I, go first. You go first. Uh-huh. I have like mine is long. I have to like talk about how when I was in college, like, look, this is this is where you unfollow us. This is where you turn I'm sorry. off. This is where you all go away. This is this is where it, everyone leaves. Okay, I guess Okay, so I have some things that are fun and silly, or then I could talk about the one conspiracy theory that I think I believe, and I didn't realize it was dumb to believe it until (laughs) far too recently. Far too recently. (laughs) Okay. So we could start with that one if you'd like, which is, um, I think that I believe that we faked the moon landing. (laughs) I think that I believe that. See, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that. You can make fun of mine, but I don't believe that at all. But like, yeah, what's yours? And let's discuss both of them because. <laughs> okay. No, mine is, I, I, I can't even like say it without laughing. This is so stupid. I like, I don't, I don't think that jet fuel can melt steel beams. <laughs> no, it's not it even can't. that. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know who, I don't know who did the 9-11 stuff. I don't know who did it, but those buildings should not have collapsed and Building 7 should not have collapsed. I yeah, think the way that they, that they were, did. I think that they were, the way that they did, because they fell into their footprint. They fell into their footprint. Like, like if you look at any other building, like, that's burned down by fire or anything, there's, like, there's so much, like, other things that have happened like that, where the building just falls into the other buildings, like, the building explodes and pieces just fall off. I think there was some fishy... I think... I think there was some... I think there was some fishy shit going on. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's true. I just I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was the American government. I don't know. I just think that there was some I think there was some fishy shit. That's it. Yeah, That's there's it. something I yeah, there's something there to question. Yeah. It's something there to question. I understand. I I've read all of the things that are again like obviously it is possible for jet fuel to melt steel beams. <laughs> it is possible. Those are all possible. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong, but, but I still feel like, I feel like it was fishy, you guys. I feel like it was fishy. I like Kika's thing in chat, which is, uh, I honestly would not be surprised if it was just a matter of substandard construction that was covered up for the sake of saving money. Probably that too. Probably was very poorly constructed. Two very tall buildings. Yes. That were poorly constructed. I mean, here's the thing. I treat a lot of these conspiracy theory things like even if i'm like uh oh i might believe that <laughs> like as like the truth is is that we don't have any evidence of this like we that we don't have any evidence of of one or the other and there's so much controversy and people lost their lives that like going out there and holding signs and being angry about it is way 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 not the point the point is, is that whatever happened people lost their lives and it shouldn't happen again whether right. like and it was Clearly terrorists were involved, whoever and whatever they were. It was clearly something to hurt people, which is bad. So, and it's like, so being angry about, it's like, and as far as like, whether we know what it is, we don't. But it's fun to talk about. I still think it's fishy. Why did Building 7 collapse, you guys? Why? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why? Why did it? Hmm? 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 There was no fire in Building 7. It just collapsed into its own footprint. 
Just, I'm just saying. So tell me how the moon landing isn't real, Kayla. Oh my god. What? Well, no, let's keep talking about your thing. I don't know. Like, no, I don't know. I, I've already embarrassed myself. I've already did... embarrassed myself. <laughs> I tried to find the exact. Documentary. Everyone's unsubscribing. Just kidding. <laughs> no. I I tried to find the exact documentary I watched. Was it when we were in high school or college that that big one came out? Where and I I tr- I look try to wa- find it and I can only find a French mockumentary. So I don't think that's what I watched. I watched a documentary oh. where they um, talked about the fact that it was fake. They talked about the fact that why is the flag blowing in the breeze? Why is mm-hmm. why is the flag? Blowing the breeze, Holly. And also, they went to, they went to, like, somewhere in Arizona or, like, I can't remember. And they were like, look, this looks exactly like the freaking moon that they, they showed you. And I was like, it does. It looks exactly like the moon, Holly. Oh, no. But it was on Earth. No. It was on Earth. And the thing was, at the time, we were in this, like, arms race to try and get to the moon first. Why wouldn't we fake that we went to the moon? I think we have been to the moon since then, but I don't think we went that time. I think that that was fake, so we would look cool and that we did it first, but I don't think we did it first. I I think it was, I think, I think that it was fake. Well, no, what about Building 7, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> what about it? How, what why about it? Collapse? What about the wind? <laughs> what about it? I'm just saying, I, there's two things. Why haven't we been back to the moon is my question. That's a good question, Holly. Why haven't we been back to the moon if we went to the moon? moon? And it was so easy and we just like waltzed on up there. (laughs) Jerry just said building seven is on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. See, like, that's the thing is I love talking about this stuff, but like, and even like getting into like, like tussles about it. But like, I don't. I don't like it when people get like angry. I'm like, let's just now let's just talk about it and laugh. Yeah, don't don't fun. get mad. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me I, for believing. I will this. say I will say that is fishy. That is fishy, but I it's like I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I like <laughs> Oh my gosh, Stauser said, Why was the flag <laughs> blowing in the breeze? The breeze, <laughs> the breeze. Holly On the moon Oh my <laughs> Tell God. me, explain it to me. I just, this documentary made me believe it, and that's the whole point, and then I found out years later that you're dumb if you believe that documentary, and I was like, you know what? I'm too far gone at this point. (laughs) So, uh, Jury said that they're going to take me to the Smithsonian and to look at the space stuff. I would like to go again. I watch another podcast called Knowledge Fight that covers Alex Jones' show. Oh, God. And Alex Alex Jones is a wild ride. Like, weird thing, doesn't like QAnon. Alex Jones doesn't like QAnon. It's weird. I, I guess think it's he's competition. Jealous. Yeah, I was about to say, it's probably competition, competition for him. I think it's like crazy conspiracy theory competition. Anyway, Primary Denizen in chat said, I don't get it. I watched the footage and I really don't see the flag blowing. It looks like it's just shuddering from being screwed in and looks weird because it's low gravity with no air resistance. Well, that's what you think. I think it looks <laughs> like it was blowing in the uh, very American <laughs> Earth breeze. So... Oh my god. Well, I, I'm just saying, all you gotta do is look at Building 7. Why did Building 7 collapse? There's no fires on Building 7, you guys. Also, the mayor's <laughs> bunker was in Building 7, okay? The mayor's Ooh. bunker. Yeah, and he well, he wasn't there, because you know who the mayor was? Rudy Giuliani. <gasps> Rudy Giuliani! <laughs> I know. He's behind yeah. everything. Yeah. 
And if you watch Building 7, it straight up looks like a controlled demolition. It disappears into its own footprint, which is what a controlled demolition looks like. Mm. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Also, uh, I think, was it Flumpton in chat that called? Yeah, Flumpton has, in chat has revealed to me that it is called being a moon truther. Oh so. my god, a moon truther! I, okay, what, yeah, I'm like, Kayla's a moon truther, and I'm like, <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job, didn't jet fuel, can't melt steel beams. Can't melt steel well, beams. you know what's funny is like, so I found out about all of this when I was in college, right, in, in Scotland. So, like, I watched all of those videos when I was in Scotland, and I was, like, really bored and probably extremely depressed. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so I was the perfect candidate to start going down a rabbit hole of wild conspiracy theories. So regardless, right. regardless of what the truth is, like, I was the perfect candidate to be sucked into that, into that world. Yeah, it's, so. yeah, I know, yeah, I know what you mean. yeah. I'm trying to find the moon truther thing that I watched and it might have been a Fox TV thing. I can't oh, remember no. which is even worse. It's even worse. Uh, Schnauzer89 said, okay, hear me out. The moon landing was fake in building seven. So they had to get rid of the evidence. Oh my God. It's all connected. <laughs> it's, it's all falling together, piecing together. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I, I'm looking it up. It's really funny. I know. Captain Mimorph, that's exactly why I said that it's not something that we should even be seriously debating because people lost their lives. Like, he, they just said, tell someone who lost their family on one of the four planes that it did not happen. Exactly. I'm not going to do no, that. No, it happened. Yeah. Yeah, of course it happened. Of course all of that stuff happened. Of course people lost their lives. Of course it's that's all real. Like, there's no way that you would ever even say that that wasn't. All of that happened, and all of those people lost their lives, and that's way more important than whether or not, like, than how the buildings were demolished, or even by who. It's it, That doesn't matter. People lost their lives, and that's the most important thing, and it's all very sad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I genuinely do feel the Building 7 stuff is fishy. Because that building wasn't involved in any of the disasters and thankfully it was empty which is also very strange yeah it's so, empty and it's like so maybe it was maybe it's poor construction but why would it also yeah. be empty like no, that exactly. is very weird so i feel like i feel like that is really that is really one of the like weirdest things is like why did that happen like if it was because of a fire or whatever like i don't know so none of us are saying that it didn't happen it's just saying right. that it's that there's a lot of things that there's no way that we would know is the truth or not, but they're fun to speculate. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So never, never think that we're, di we're dismissing anyone's loss or anything like that. Cause that is the most important part of these events. Not the moon landing. I mean, the moon landing was clearly fake. <laughs> it was okay. And someone in chat mentioned the cube, the uh, primary denizen said the Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick uh, direction. And I saw an article about that before, today actually and that's the first time i heard of it but there's like theories about him directing the fake moon landing and i went to this article which is on the paris review but he there's a self-published book by a man called casing called we never went to the moon america's 30 billion dollar swindle Ooh. <laughs> and i 30 I billion dollars 30 billion i believe he's the one who originated the fact that 
Stanley Kubrick directed it, but he does talk about his inconsistencies. I want to talk about these five inconsistencies and then everyone tell me okay. how they feel about the moon landing. Okay, I'm ready. So, number one, old glory. Mm-hmm. The American flag the astronauts planted on the moon, which should have been flaccid, the moon existing in a vacuum, is taught in photos, even waving, reveling more than NASA intended. No, knowing the, f- I, I hate that they keep using the word flaccid, but knowing the flag <laughs> would be flaccid and believing a flaccid flag is no way flag. to, cl- to Can that victory. be a new shirt? Can that be like flaccid a shirt? Flag. <laughs> it was oh just like God. a flag on like a building, like a flag just like standing on a building. It just says flaccid, fl- flaccid flag. Flaccid flag. Was, was an inside job. So they think that engineers fitted the pole with a crossbeam on which to hang the flag. So it, if it looks like it's waving, that's because Buzz Aldrin was twisting the pole, screwing it into the lunar soil. Uh-huh. Number two, there's only one source of light on the moon, the sun. Yet the shadows of the astronauts fall every which way, suggesting Uh-oh. multiple light sources. Just the sort you might find in a movie studio. Uh-oh. Okay. Number okay. three, blast okay. circle. If NASA had actually landed a craft on the moon, it would have left an impression of markings where the jets fired off during takeoff. Yet, as can be seen in NASA's own photos, there are none. You know what would have left no impression? A movie prop. Primary Denizen's already uh, coming up with some hot, hot, hot takes. Oh! There is earth shine, which is brighter than moonlight. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. Anyways, (laughs) so, number four... (laughs) Here we are, supposedly in outer space, yet we see no stars in the pictures. You know where else you wouldn't see stars? A movie set. Uh-oh. Number yeah, five. How, how do you answer that, sheeple? Yeah, <laughs> sheeple, get with it. Number five, giant leap for mankind. If Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon, then who was filming him go down the ladder? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, who was it? Who was it? Who filmed them from the ladder? An alien? The- an alien, or was this actually a movie set? Okay, so I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god, Patrick said I can't. I legit can't tell if this is a bit. <laughs> Patrick, it's like, it's like half and half. <laughs> it's like half and half. This this is us outing ourselves as like as believing in a few conspiracy theories because I, even we I are vulnerable it. to these sorts of things. If you if it's you true. are vulnerable, everyone is vulnerable to it. I'm just saying I I have these questions and I feel like people I feel like I'm I'm in one of those places in my head <laughs> where people can tell me the logic for these things all they want but I am so stuck on the question of why are there multiple light sources I don't care about yeah. the earth shining don't care oh. you know what the shining was a movie <laughs> <laughs> I I have lots of feelings about the fact that the moon landing is not real and that that, that was faked. I don't know if Stanley Kubrick Kubrick, Kubrick oh, here. Devi has a question it. for you: Is the moon wow. even real? Because isn't it astronomically unlikely that the size of our moon is exactly the right size and distance from the Earth to exactly eclipse the sun? Hang on, I'm thinking. <laughs> Um, okay, well, the moon, the moon, I think, I think the moon is real. I think that because we would not, it does too many things, tides, water, etc. magic. But I think yeah. the, it's, it's a sphere and we, the, the sun is a sphere. 
And we are a sphere. <laughs> so eventually all those spheres are going to be able to eclipse each other. I don't know. I don't know science oh, or math. Quiet I'm just telling you. Thank you for subscribing. Everyone loves this. Everyone is proud that, that <laughs> we aren't fallible. We aren't fallible to these things. <laughs> we too are flawed. I feel like now people are learning how easy it is to convince me of things. Because <laughs> I had to think really hard about that one. But I do believe the moon is real. I just believe we ha- were not, the, we did I not land on it. Is- okay, that's going to be our new spooky Saturday shirt. It's just, <laughs> I think the moon is real. It's just like a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah I think it is <laughs> I, I think, think the, I, ch- I think the moon I choose is to real. believe that well at least, um, at least we've come to an accord that we know the moon is real it's yes but I do think that I do genuinely believe that there are aliens on the back side of it but <laughs> the dark side of the moon there's structures NASA NASA like blocked them out in pictures but wait we don't how, see the dark side we of the see- moon we see all the sides of no, we don't, moon, right? We don't. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no! We know we never see the backside of the moon. I it's, thought no, no, we never see it. I don't remember science class. Okay, I. <laughs> but okay, maybe we do need to go to the Smithsonian. But the next moon? episode, Kayla and Holly go to the museum. <laughs> And look at the planets. But we, like, there's orbiting. There's orbiting. So are we always orbiting at the same yeah, orbit? And locked. we never see yes. the side? No, we never see the other side? The front. I always thought that was bullshit. And, no. like, we did see the other side of the moon. No, so... The, now the Transformers movie makes more sense yeah, to me. There is a dark side That's the why there's alien structures on the dark side of the moon. And that's where the Transformers came from. Yes. According to that movie. Yes. Wow. So the Earth, you know, does its thing, but the moon is, like, stuck around the Earth, only facing, like, the Earth. So we only see one side. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's messed <laughs> up. Right? Wait. Visa, <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, and Holly break into the museum at night. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's why they say that there's like alien structures on the backside of the moon. That's, that's why there's that Pink Floyd album. Out. Yeah. That's why it's the dark side of the moon. You can't see it. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I just assumed it. <laughs> I feel really down. I promise no, I'm not amazing. that stupid. But I thought that like. I said like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. I don't <laughs> think you said the stupidest thing today. People are still subscribing. They haven't left yet. <laughs> well, I just thought that like the dark side of the moon was whatever side of the moon was not facing us when we were facing the side of the moon. But we still saw all sides of the moon at some point. But I mean, apparently I've been living they, a lie. When they went to the moon, they did. Like, when they, they saw the darks, but they... Well, until, did they go to the moon, though? <laughs> until they had an astronaut, like, go around the moon, we had never seen the dark side of the moon. And it's... Yeah. There's some... Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Right. I'm disturbed by this discovery uh, and have much to research. Yeah. Uh, Z and Dizzy said, right now, there's an astronomer listening to this podcast in the future, and they're cringing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Cringe, it's fine. Cringe, I didn't go to astronomy school. I don't believe I went to cringe. art school. Yeah. I know. I was a history major, and even then I barely paid attention. Just drew dragons. So, like, let's just be honest with ourselves. It's true. I learned I, everything later on from reading books that I didn't have to read in class. Books that I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. If we don't believe in the moon, who's going to believe in us? I don't know. Science is tough. <laughs> <laughs>
That's science is really hard. I actually, there's a girl I work with who literally, let me tell you this story. Speaking of not believing in space things, she looked at me one day and she was, she said something about Pluto, like that she was sad about Pluto. And I was like, what are you talking about? Uh And she thought legitimately when Pluto was deemed not a planet that we destroyed it. No, no. That we we zapped it with a laser and blew up Pluto. She thought that that happened. And I was like, excuse me? That it was just gone. Oh, God. <laughs> that we were like, you're not a planet any longer. Get out of here. And we blew it up. And I was like, first of all, how did you think we were capable of that? If we were capable of blowing up a planet that that's that far away, don't you think we would be doing other things with that technology? Yes. And not blowing up planets? I know. That's- but she, she really likes Star Wars. She, so I think she thought we like had a Death Star. No. <laughs> no. Oh my so god. So that's that's a legit thing that she believed and I had to explain to her, bless her heart. Oh. No, we did not blow up Pluto. We did not. And she listens to this, so I'm sorry in advance that I told the story. That's I do sweet. think that you are a very smart, sweet individual and it's adorable that you thought we blew up Pluto. Look, if we, if, <laughs> if, when you're 21, you're like still a baby. I'm sorry anyone here who's 21, but like you're like, "Man, I made it this far." And it's like, "No, you sweet summer child." Yeah, you still got a ways to go. Yeah, you, you don't get like, you don't get street smart until you're like 30. Yeah. And your back crumbles. Yeah. And that's when you just lose all faith in humanity and you're like, well, guess this is it. I understand everyone is terrible and we're all yeah. just doing our best until, uh, you know, except not sometimes. Speaking of the moon, though, some people do actually think that the moon is, isn't real. Like it's hollow. So, oh, like... I thought with the hollow moon, they thought we hollowed out the moon or the aliens hollowed well, out the moon. Well, they think that the moon isn't a moon. It's like a Dyson sphere that the aliens like just put in our planet to like monitor us and like take our resources. Oh, so well. It's just, and it's mm. an actual artificial structure. Some people that is a that is a conspiracy theory I have heard, which like sounds like a really sick idea for a sci fi book. <laughs> yeah, but like. like Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dyson spheres are built around stars. I'm sorry. Oh. I was incorrect on my Star Trek terminology. (laughs) Oh, whoopsie doodle. I gotta correct Um, myself, man. I take that stuff to heart. It's true. It's important that you get your Star Trek terms correct. But, no, like, I can't wrap my head around the moon being fake because the moon affects so many things nature-wise that it wouldn't... Unless we live in a giant biome created by aliens, which... Oh, man. Fiendish okay. Pop said, best take I've seen recently is that the Earth is hollow, but we're on the inside and the sun is in the middle. That's complicated. That's You gotta jump through a lot of hoops to get to that one. <laughs> That's... Isn't that... Isn't that the... Isn't that the world they built at the end of Interstellar? Like, isn't it like oh a, God, it's like a station that's like curved and then the sun's oh, yeah. in the middle and everyone's like. Yeah. Right? Something like that. I don't remember. Somebody just got that from Interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, in, uh, they explain why people would want Earth in the sequel to Independence Day because the aliens wanted the organic matter. They don't want the See, minerals and stuff from other planets. The aliens want organic matter. That's legitimate. What I legitimately, what I believe is that aliens want to harvest us for like yeah. resources, like people. They want blood. They want our blood. That's they want our blood to cut off our faces. 
They want. Oh my god, the aliens are Hollywood. The, the aliens, aliens are, are QAnon. Are, the aliens want our adrenochrome so they can stay young forever. I I believe that. Like, <laughs> I believe that Holly. I believe the aliens want to harvest our bodies. I mean, for... why, why else would they abduct us and like stuff like that? Like, yeah, and like experiment on us because they want to figure out how to like clone us or recreate us on their own planet. But until then, they have to harvest us. Yeah, and use well, us I for resources. Like I can. To- I could totally see like. Just like any other resource, that DNA is a resource in and of itself that probably these things need. They probably need DNA for something. Mm-hmm. Like, if if rocks and things are a resource, and oxygen or whatever, and carbon is a resource, don't you think, like, something like DNA could be a resource? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I know. It's gross. That's a gross idea. I don't like it. Yeah, because I think, I think I started believing that for... From signs, because don't in, in signs they kind of think that, except it makes no sense because also the aliens are allergic to water and we're like seventy five percent water. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I yes. the concept of it minus the rest of signs. I, I thought I think, unless I made that up, I haven't seen it in a while. No, no, it, I think it is. The Dawn Seeker said, "What bugs me about all these aliens want our stuff narratives? Anyone capable of getting all the way here is more than capable of getting anything we have from other places." But that might not be true, because it takes a long time for evolution to happen. Mm. So the amount of time that it takes for for DNA to evolve and for, for like creatures to evolve may not be able to be replicated. Like, we don't know what can be replicated and what can't be replicated. So if they can't replicate DNA, they might need to take it from other places. <sighs> yeah, like one of the I think one of the theories I read once is that aliens need our DNA because I've read so many of these conspiracy theories you guys. I there this is why I can't remember like people's names when they're introduced to me cuz this <laughs> this bullshit this is filling your floating brain. around in my head. So yeah, it what's interesting is it's like it they might I one of the theories I read is that they are clones. Because, that because the aliens have been around for so long, they their species can't continue to reproduce. So they became sterile, and then they started cloning themselves. And so now they literally can't make new aliens unless they get, like, new DNA from new species. I've heard that theory, but about, like, aliens are actually time-traveling humans from the future I've who can that, no I've longer reproduce. I've heard that one, too. Reproduce, I think time travel's so they, too hard. I think time that travel's one's too creepy. hard. I don't think we can do that, or aliens can do that. I think, like, I think they can travel from, like, they can bend, I feel like they can bend space-time and go from one point to the other, mm-hmm. no matter, like, time doesn't matter, but I don't know if they can go back, is my... Well, see... But I... I submit to the theory that that time is like we are only we created measurements of time because we can't properly perceive the fact that everything is everything that has happened and ever will happen is occurring at exactly the same time because time is not real. So theoretically, like you just have to like (laughs) slightly shift dimensions to time travel because everything, everything is accessible and everything right, is going on true. at the exact same moment. Uh, Z and Dizzy said, my God, they want to clap our cheeks. We had it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, that's uh. just interesting stuff to think about. Like, I do, I feel like DNA and organic material is probably some kind of resource. That's why there's cattle mutilations. That's mm-hmm. why there's abductions. 
there's something that we have that they need to survive, I think. And I don't know, it's probably like genetic or DNA related, something like that. And that's probably why, like, one of the reasons why, like, they haven't come down and been like, hey, we're here is because they're like, hey, we need you to keep living so that we can use your bits. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Don't don't come from a bit. Yeah. Kika asked, can oh we make gosh. a wiki that documents the canonical spooky Saturday universe lore? Yeah. Moon landing is fake. Uh, <laughs> building seven. The, the moon, moon is, is real. real. Building seven? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. And aliens will harvest, harvest us for our DNA. Harvest us yeah. for our organic matter. No. Don't use my bits. Maybe that aliens wrote WAP and blessed it upon us for this very reason. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just want to... Yeah, I went on a tangent. There were some more wow. conspiracy theories I wanted to talk about, and I can't even remember what they were because I just laughed too hard <laughs> I know. Well, I did bring a, a good one, a blessing, one that I feel like we all enjoy, which I don't think people talk right. about the conspiracy aspect of this, but Mothman... Mothman is kind of hand in hand with conspiracy theory uh, conspiracy theories because in a lot of his sightings including uh -oh. the big one that i think the mothman prophecies is based around which was the collapse of the the silver bridge he was sighted a bunch of times before that and then the bridge collapsed and killed a bunch of people and that like that town is still to this day living with that tragedy and there were other times, there's like this huge, obnoxiously long article that I will not read, but there are different sightings of Mothman that are precursors to tragic events or like weird events. Like people will see him on a building and he'll like fly away and have his like bright red eyes. And then the next day, something terrible will happen. So there is the whole theory that Mothman is oh, like no. a harbinger of doom. <laughs> And brings the bad things. Also, men in black have been sighted after him. And people have been threatened. Some folks say when the bridge collapsed, they saw uh, they saw Mothman near the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Oh. There's like all kinds of things about that. That's so weird. Um, there was one story. I just like the way they wrote it that I thought was kind of creepy. In this long article I have... Uh, also, Captain Mymorph said the gray aliens lost their planet because of oxygen loss, but they can't live on Earth because Earth is a large planet with high gravity, and the older aliens can live here, Can live here, but I guess they can't. That's, that's an interesting theory, too, because another thing that we don't think about is that, our that everyone's gravity is different. Just like we have our magical, perfectly eclipsing moon that just happens to be the right size of the sun. Happens to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop this Mothman article in chat. It's got a lot of different things, but the one the one part that I wanted to read that is very freaky is this woman. This is less to do with the conspiracy aspect, but just Mothman, because Mothman himself, it's like an unlimited amount of right. like bad things that have happened after you see him. But this woman um, saw Mothman while she was uh, standing in the, by a golf course. And she said, her, what's her name? Connie. Connie Carpenter. It's a really cool name. The man unfurled 10-foot wings and Whoa. flew directly at her car. What? As the, as the Mothman flew towards her, Connie said she locked eyes with the creature's piercing red eyes. Right before Mothman impacted her windshield, it suddenly veered away. Connie 
Frightened beyond belief, immediately drove home. Her boyfriend says when she got home, she was hysterical and kept repeating those eyes. Later, Connie suffered what is known as Klieg conjunctivitis. This is a condition where the eyes become inflamed and swollen due to long exposure to ultraviolet rays. Ew, no! Connie is one of the few... Isn't that creepy? That sounds like an alien to me. Yeah. Connie is one of the few people who have claimed to get a good look at Mothman's face. She claimed it was horrible, like something out of a science fiction movie. But Connie's brush with the unknown affecting the area doesn't end there. And it goes on to say that after she encountered Mothman, she was on her way to school and she was approached by a gentleman in a black vehicle. He waved her over and she thought the man may have been lost and was seeking directions. Apparently, the man attempted to pull Connie into the vehicle Ah. and even ripped her blouse in the process. Several hours later, a note shoved under the door of her home bared the menacing message, Be careful, girl. I can get you yet. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was interesting because I like the thought of Mothman's face, which I've never considered because you always think of him as having I these just bright see the red eyes. eyes. Yeah, you don't usually see the face. But that's like a blinding light. So Whoa. what does his face really look like? I don't know. Just <clears throat> What is Mothman's face? We don't know. Now, I believe his face is real. Like maybe I just made a cute little owl face. I'm like, boop. Aww. Little, like, little and she's just like, it's horrifying! <laughs> it's an uwu. It's a bunch of smaller moths. It's an uwu face. Uwu. Yeah, it's just the, the little uwu. It's just an uwu face. Mothman uwu. Uwu. <laughs> oh my god. I would like to know if the chat has any just like conspiracy theories they can describe in a couple sentences and send to us and we can discuss because... I clearly don't know a lot if I never had heard of, properly heard of the dark side of the moon. Wow. I so know if anybody wants many. to drop anything, let me know. I know too many. I... There are too many. No, t- too many? There's too many. My favorite is the fake moon landing. I 100%. Oh, the weird website I brought to the table. Yes. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah. Conspiracies. Plot, plot of harp. Harp is interesting. Harp. Harp. H-A-A-R-P. So, yeah, apparent, there's a lot of conspiracies around, theor- like, conspiracy theories around Harp. I feel like Harp is just, like, a dumb thing our government spent money on and didn't know what to do with it. But, like, I feel like it is possible that there's something shady going on there. What is Harp? I don't even really know. It's, like, some sort of, I'm gonna just find a better description because I don't feel like I can do it enough justice. Yeah, high fre- frequency active auroral research program. Um, it was initiated as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. Navy and the University of Alaska Fairbanks and the Defense a- Advanced Research Projects a- Agency, also known as DARPA, which we've talked about before. It was designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies. Its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Which, honestly, and by itself, is true and messed up. <laughs> like, yeah. But there's also a bunch of, oh yeah, conspiracy theories about Harp saying, hold on, that it's a, like, Hold on, I'm trying to find a good list of the conspiracy theories. There's all kinds of stuff, though, saying that, oh. it, that it's, it's been proposed as a cause of low-frequency background hums heard in various locations. Ooh. It says, Physicist Bernard Eastland claimed that HARP includes technology based on his own patents that has the capability to modify weather and neutralize satellites. So they think it's it's more into, like, it's like weather control and satellite control. Ooh. Yeah. 
This is a lot. Well, I did find a good resource that helps with this. The website, conspiracies.net. Oh, boy. Conspiracies.net has all kinds, if you want to look up some harp things on there. Yeah. I just like on conspiracies.net that one of their header images is just, uh, like, Bilbo writing a long t- it began a long time ago on a piece of parchment. Oh I'm like, what does this have to do with conspiracy theories? But they have an index of, like, tons and tons of conspiracy theories, including Shakespeare. Wait, wait what's Shakespeare's conspiracy theory? I don't know. He's, uh... William Shakespeare ticks all the boxes in terms of a conspiracy theorist theory candidate. First of little, first off, little is known about him, and secondly, he is a world-renowned figure. Okay. I mean, yeah. So we can make shit up about him. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's basically it, sir. Then they talk about is Shakespeare Sir Francis Bacon? What? No. <laughs> is Shakespeare Edmund de Vere? Is Shakespeare Christopher Marlowe? Yeah, I don't know. There's a whole thing about, is Shakespeare all these other people? The Shakespeare mystery. Is he? I don't know. Is he? What do you believe? Oh, yeah, there's Princess Diana conspiracies. I mean, I believe way more, Big Bad King Boo Boo, that he was a fraud that enslaved dead playwrights to make his work, for sure. Or, like, you know... Like, for sure, like, I totally believe that he was just, like, getting famous, getting other people to write his shit. That's not, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Saddle Magician, is Shakespeare Cardi B? Cardi that big is Shakespeare truck. me? Who is Shakespeare? Um, well, one, one more I wanted to talk about is Birds Aren't Real, because I think that that might be my favorite. Oh, yeah, Birds, birds Aren't, aren't real. real. Yeah, that is my favorite. Like, it's very good. I pulled up, I think, the latest two mailings from Birds Aren't Real, because if you join their email list, they send you emails. The email from July had a drone field guide in it. I'm going to send this to you, because it tells you which bird is which drone. And there's a pigeon one. Oh my Pigeons God. are city surveillance. surveillance. City surveillance drones. <laughs> These are really cute, actually. But... Terribly serious because birds aren't real. (laughs) Terribly serious. Pigeons are city surveillance. Vultures are public sanitation. Oh my god! Isn't that cute? Uh, Bluebirds. Public. Yeah, I know. Well, they technically are truly in nature. Bluebirds. Retina scanners. Retina scanners. Owls. Night surveillance. Hummingbirds. Attack drones. Seagulls. Coastal surveillance. Goose, recreational surveillance. Uh, recreational surveillance. Hawk, regional alpha. And sparrows, oh. general surveillance. It's very Just important. So you can be in the know. Be in the know. It's very important. I also forgot that I have I have a UFO picture to show you. <gasps> From where? Are you ready? No. From Seattle. <laughs> no. I didn't take it. Oh. I want. I just want to show it to you. Okay. And I, t- I want you to tell me what you think. Is it dumb? Also, I'm taking away the... No, it's real. <laughs> okay. Don't mess with Tell me. Tell me what you think. Yeah, what about... Wait, if birds aren't real, what about pet chickens? What about pet... Like, oh. what about... Like, <gasps> pets, like, are they not... They must be, like, home surveillance. What is that? That looks like a pie tin. <laughs> Guys, don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm, lo- needs to see what- I'm looking at it. It's... That's... That's just the top of the... <laughs> the pointy thing. Yeah. 
the pointy thing that you have out there. It's just the top of the space needle. I was like, what is that? It looks weird. It already, it already looks like a UFO. It does look weird. Because the clouds like are so thick, it's covering up the rest of it. That's funny. It made me it made me laugh, though, because someone posted on Reddit. And I was like, oh my god, it does look like a UFO. Yeah, it does. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's, it's real. It's real. It's funny. real. I believe it. I believe it. 2020. 2020. Aliens yeah, are here. Aren't birds aren't real. All right. So... As much as now this episode has made everyone lose respect in myself. (laughs) (laughs) Why, though? The moon landing is not real. I'm going to tell you. It's not real. I know. know. You never landed there. I respect. I respect your opinion. And I feel like it does need, you know, everything needs more research. It couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt. I've researched this a lot. I watched at least one documentary from Fox (laughs) News. And that's all I need. I have lots of knowledge. No! This is this is how we got into the situation <laughs> right now. This is how we got here. I watched one documentary and now I'm an expert. I'm an this expert. This is how we got here. This is how we got I here. I am very set in my opinion because I saw a thing on TV and it it gave me a lot of evidence. It gave me at least five points of evidence as you saw in that article. <laughs> Gamer Darius still can't tell if this is a bit. <laughs> That's how we keep you on your toes. I'm just saying, I know what I'm talking about. I've believed this for at least several years, so I'm very set in my ways, and I also think that because I have not had my opinion changed, it is fact. (laughs) So. Exactly. Now you just need to go on a march and aggressively tell people that it is fact. (gasps) If they try and give you any other facts... You just start yelling at them. What if when when Jury and I go to the Smithsonian, I also take some time to hold a sign up outside the White House? <laughs> birds aren't real. Birds, aren't, birds real. aren't real. And on the other side, I'll put, we fake the moon landing. Will anything yes. bad happen to me if I do that? Ooh, that would I be interesting to find like out. I feel like there's worse. Oh, no, you didn't tell me about your alien implant. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Mm, so there's a weird growth <laughs> on my finger. And... I, yeah, probably medically I'm continuing to fall apart because I'm over the age of 30, (laughs) but I also like the thought that maybe it's an alien implant because it's like a hard thing, like attached to the bone of my finger and I can feel it and I'm going to call my doctor about it. But also what if he (sighs) x-rays it and it's an alien implant because this would be a weird place. Yeah. There's no entry. There's no entry to it. So I will keep See? you medically updated. It's probably something awful and serious, but let's pretend no, for a moment. I'm sure it's just a calcium deposit Ugh. or whatever. <laughs> it's so gross. I hate it. It hurts I'm kind sure of. I'm sure it's fine. But. I'm sure it's fine. This is how they're monitoring me through yeah, the you implant. And MUFON, right? I did. And also I forgot to cancel my subscription. So they took another $5 from me. So. What? I forgot to cancel it. It's like five bucks oh, a month. Okay. So, I mean, that's not that bad, but. No, you're fine. We still have to buy our books. Yeah, we need we to do that. Books. Let's like figure that out this week. Yeah. So well. we can study. So just so you know, I'll keep you updated oh. on the removal of my alien implant or if it's just got to stay there forever. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. <sighs> wow. Um, should we start doing some stories? Ooh, let's see what we got. Oh, stories. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? 
Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Let's see. So I forgot wrestling was on today. I know. Are you going to watch it with me? Huh? Maybe. It's the big, it's the pay-per-view. It's the Mimosa Madness match or whatever, where they're going to throw each other into a vat of mimosa. Oh my God. You have to watch (laughs) it. Okay. (laughs) I will. I will. West was asking me if we were going to watch it. Oh, he texted me. He was like, are you going to watch it? I was like, oh, hell yeah, West. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. All right. My wrestling plans have been made. Yay. Wrestling is very real. Jerry, it's very real. It's a, it is a, it is a sport. Wrestling is real. And I want to talk about, I want to do a talk show called Kayfabe because that's perfect. Thank you, Willie Boo, on Twitter for naming that. Okay, it's story time. Story time. (laughs) This this has been an episode. (laughs) (sighs) My family grew up in a tiny mining town in Arizona. Their house had been built before my grandparents were born. Before the town became a bit of a ghost town, it was a really big and popular town for people to stop in on their journey west. The house my family grew up in actually had one had once been a saloon. The downstairs was a carriage house, and upstairs was where you could sit down for a drink while playing a, while pianist played music. Ooh. The old saloon had been torn down years ago, and houses built in the place it once stood. My aunt was telling us a story about how one night as a kid, she was in her bedroom, which was downstairs. It was late at night, and she could hear horses outside. This was strange, since it wasn't a place that really had horses anymore. The sound of the hooves got louder and louder until finally it reached her room. My aunt ducked under the covers, and she could hear the horses galloping through her room, then to the distance again. As she told this story, my grandmother stopped her. She said no, that was her story. She must have told it to my aunt, and my aunt is misremembering it as her own. No, my aunt argued, she really remembered this. Then the rest of the family chimed in. Many had heard my aunt tell them as kids, and my grandmother realized she had never told anyone that story before. But the exact same thing had happened to her as a child when she lived in that very same room. No. Oh, no! I hate it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, that sounds like a fact to me. I don't Ooh. know. Um, well, guess what, Holly? It is true. It ah, is 100% no! true. It happened. Everyone heard horses. No! So Vincent Hall clarifies the aunt in the story is Linda. My grandmother is Emily. She recently passed away on May 17th, but she always had amazing stories to share, and I hope to submit more in the future. Oh. Sorry for your loss, Vincent. That's, yeah, sorry for your loss. Also for that lovely story. That's a really good one, too, because she had never told anyone that story. So scary. And it was collaborated by multiple people. That's upsetting. Yeah, that is upsetting, because it's very specific. It is very specific. Yeah, that is upsetting. Yeah, yeah. All right, you do your your next story time. You ready? We'll we'll finish a little bit early so that we can turn into wrestling. Oh my five. god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry, this is just you know what? This is just where we are now. This I, is, this it's is fu- our- it's fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. The moon Joy. landing was fake. <laughs> yeah, building seven. St- steel beams can't melt. Orange Cassidy. <gasps> I know the moon landing was fake. Um, wrestling is real. Orange Cassidy is going to win tonight, or you're never <laughs> going to hear from me again. I'm going to leave. No, you're going to go into a cave and go into the inside earth where there's a yes. better sun. Yes. And MJF better win tonight. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. Right. Okay. 
This one comes from the one who sleeps. Astronomy has always been very important to me. From a young age, I have been fascinated with the forms of eternity that are too deep to see or too far to touch. Looking up at the sky, taking a moment to remember the unending vastness of the universe, the infinite possibility, the unknown, it's always calmed me down, reminding me that maybe the things that scare me or the mistakes that I hang on to, the problems that keep me awake in the middle of the night aren't so catastrophic after all in the grand scheme of things. I live in the Northern Hemisphere, and my favorite constellation has always been Orion, Betelgeuse, a prominent star in the hunter's shoulder, was one of the first stars I learned to identify as a child. I can name all of the stars in this asterism from memory. The yearly Orionids meteor shower might as well be a national holiday in my home. I refuse to miss it, even if the zenith hourly rate is particularly low one year. Knowing all of this makes it all the more difficult to admit what I saw that night and to recount what effect it had on me. As I try to type this, my forehead is remembering the ache and my hands are a little shaky. It was well into the small hours, the quiet time of the night when the rest of the world is asleep. The best star viewing here is after midnight, when the moon is low in the autumn and the sky is very dark and as an insomniac, this suits me just fine. I went out with my dog and looked up through the trees as she sniffed around, already fixated on the familiar hunter. I scanned idly over the Canis Major, up to Bellatrix, down to Regal, tried to just make out the, the faint speck of the Orion Nebula below the belt. That's when I noticed it. Just a tiny mote of light between the distant nebula and Iota Orionis, one of the smaller stars in the constellation. For the life of me, I couldn't remember that small, far star being there. Winding my dog's leash around my wrist, I pulled out my phone and loaded up my Skyview app, raising it above my head to level over the dome of the sky. I set it to show the names and number designations of the stars, figuring it was a small star or an M object that I just wasn't aware of. I thought perhaps it was some tiny deep sky object made visible by the fluctuating light of the nebula, but I was standing there watching it unaided. And my Skyview app came up totally blank, just empty space. Confusion lapsed into irritation. There, in the dark, just off my porch, I furiously searched for any news related to the asterism. Any prevalent news discoveries, comets, satellites in the area, anything. My vision blurred the longer I tried to stare at my phone screen, and I shoved it into my pocket again when my search revealed nothing, squinting back up at the foreign star. Soft reddish light. Anything that dim, that small, it shouldn't have been visible beyond the brightness of Iota Ariane. Or Orionis. Unless, of course, it was much closer. But that was impossible. The closer something is to Earth, the typically easier it is to detect it, especially if it's giving off a heat signature. My migraine worsened and my eyes grew watery, but I refused to look away, as if to spite the thing in the sky where no thing should be. Colorful dots danced over my eyes, the after images of the surrounding stars, and my futile efforts to focus and yet centered in my vision was that tiny red spot. My ears rang, the tattoo of my quickening heartbeat underscoring the high-pitched whining. Nausea washed over me and I wobbled, stumbling against the house to try and steady myself. I had to look away or I'd slip. My dog came to my side, distressed, whined at me and leaned hard on one of my legs. The dread came then, the sensation of watched, of knowing you're about to be caught doing something terrible and being unable to stop. A railroad spike piercing down, down, down into the top of my skull with every pulse of my hammering heart. Panicked, 
certain something out of the endless blackness would emerge to consume me, hyperventilating in the dense cold air. I clung to my dog for support and bent my neck back up, searching more for an explanation than for the star itself. I couldn't bear to look at the hunter at all, but my eyes alighted on him, on normal, comfortable Beetlejuice. I fell to my knee knees and retched. I don't know how long I remained there, clutching the silty dirt, panting through the hot tears and shaking and caught breaths, counting the microseconds between each throb in my frontal lobe with my teeth grinding tighter. Were it not for the gentle nudge of my dog's wet nose on my cheek, I might have stayed there all night. When I mustered the courage to look up again, there, between the Orion Nebula and Iota Orionis, was just empty space. My dog and I, we don't go out into the small hours like that anymore. Oh no! Blah, 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 blah. That's so spooky! Also, I brought my belt. Oh my god, what is this belt? Wait, where did you get a wrestling belt from? The store. Is that a children's one? Actually, yet yeah, maybe. And also, maybe I won it, Holly. Maybe I won it in um, man it so versus tiny? man combat. It's not that tiny. Hang on, let me put it on. I'm going to wear it for whenever I do a talk show. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's a children's size belt. No, it's not. Thank you for congratulating me, chat, on my win, my, my big win. It's upside down. Crap! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he said, it's the champ. It's the champ. It's me. Sorry. I put it on upside down. I'm fixing it. Please edit this out, Celeste. Sorry that I distractedly got a belt. No, it's great. Leave it in. Uh, I don't know. I think this... Okay. Yes, it's great. Kayla wins. I win. That's spoiler alert for tonight. It's me. Yeah. Plumpton's right. It does match with your outfit. The champ. The champ. I'm glad everyone's still nice to us after we're out of ourselves is... <laughs> as too susceptible to conspiracy theories. I enjoyed that. I'm just gonna say I feel like this story was very well written. You're right? This is really but good. Yeah, but I always, but I always when they're well, wit well written, naturally say fiction, but I want to say this one is fact. Because, mm. I don't know. I feel it. Well, let me tell you everyone, and Holly, this story is 100% fiction. No! It never happened. It was made up! Everything, everything about this story is completely fabricated, except for the part about astronomy being really nice and cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, astronomy is really nice. That was very well written. Yeah. Thank you. I really who enjoyed that one. The One Who Sleeps. The One Who Sleeps. Thank you, The One Who Sleeps. Very for good. A lovely, a lovely faction story. Chris is right in chat because... Astronomy is cool and neat. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> and neat. Yeah. Astronomy is cool and neat. But that was very well written. That was fun. Which, obviously, anyone's literary prowess does not matter. You can send in any literary quality of story and we will enjoy it just as much. So don't feel intimidated. It's true. All, right. All writing is good and valid. The Demons of Black Lake Castle. This story is a long one and needs some background information and history, so please bear with me. Next to my house, there's a very old castle. It used to house several royals throughout the years, which is pretty cool, but it's also been haunted since the year 1559. On the 11th of December, year 1559, over 50 people were gathered for a congregation at the castle. During the congregation, everyone started hearing what was later described as odd and terrifying sounds. It seemed to come from the ground, as if it were rising out of the abyss itself. 
The sound continued to happen for eight more days, seemingly getting more and more threatening and increasing in strength. The current keeper of the castle, Henrik Simson, Simon, Simonson, sent his wife to Queen Katrina at Stockholm Castle. She told her stories of sounds like that of a man in terrible agony and an old man's voice cracked and hollow. Johanna, the high priest of the great church, was sent to investigate. I'm guessing this is in Sweden. The priest's arrival only angered the demonic voice, making it more threatening. Johannes performed a rigorous exorcism that took several days, and only once it was finished did the voice finally stop. Prince Johann III had a pyramid built on the site of the demonic voice to forever seal the demon underground. Ever since then, this castle has been haunted, with many different accounts of supernatural occurrences throughout the years. But back to present day, for decades now there has been accounts of strange things happening in the castle. People being alone in the castle with everything locked, hearing sounds like footsteps or furniture moving. Someone setting a table for dinner only to find everything rearranged or items changed, changing positions even after the person was in the next room for a short time. Most importantly, a person on a stroll in the park late at night suddenly saw a woman walking past a window in an empty and locked castle. The woman, based on the description given, was identified as Queen Lovisia Ulrica, and the window she was seen walking past was the room that used to be her bedchamber when she passed away. A few days ago, me and my better half decided on taking a walk around the castle. It was very late and it had gone pretty dark outside. The castle was locked for the night and it was dead quiet. We were seemingly the only people in the area at the time. Coming around the back route, we finally approached the front of the castle. My eyes were drawn to a window on the second floor, and my heart started racing as I could have sworn I saw movement in the window. A face was looking down on us, and I looked back. It turned around and walked away from the window, but it quickly got even worse. The instant the figure moved away from the window, a deafening sound filled the area as the alarm inside the castle started blaring. The jump scare alone was enough to send us running as fast as we could into the woods and back to our house on the other side. Was it the ghost of a long-past queen, or maybe we were witnesses to a burglary? All I know is that nothing was stolen or broken, but something apparently set off the motion sensor that night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that was a good one. I want to go to that castle. I know, that's very cool. That sounds cool. Hmm. What do you guys think? I don't know. I love the idea they sealed this thing in a pyramid. That's sick. This is I like know. a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> we have to... We're gonna go steal the demon. Yeah, right? The guy steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna say fiction. I might be wrong. It could be fact. could be faction. Mm. But I feel like... I don't know. I just feel... I feel like it's too good to be true. That's my feeling. Fact or fiction, you say? This story is a mixture of both. Similar oh, faction. Everything is true, except for us seeing a person in the window that night. We ah. really went for that stroll, and the motion center went off, uh, sensor went off as we approached the castle, which was terrifying in itself. All I can say is... That living, is scary. Living neighbor to a haunted house is scary, and I'm happy that there are some trees in the way, so I don't see spooky shit in the windows at night. <laughs> That's fair. Oh no! Is this from Cipher X? Yeah, I was about Cypher to say. XT? Yeah, thank Cypher you, Cipher. Cypher said you got me because I thought this was too good to be true, but they said the pyramid has been removed, so the demon is free. What? No! Don't do that shit. There's movies about it. <laughs> oh no, the demon's free. 
That's really cool, Cypher XD. If you have any pictures of the castle, please send them to us for an mm-hmm. update for next week because I would love to see some. I'd love to see some pictures of of whatever castle it is. Oh, That's man. really cool. That is very scary. Demon is free. Yeah. <laughs> Demon is free. <laughs> oh man. Well, we're gonna end a little bit early so that Kayla can get ready to watch wrestling and maybe get herself a snacky and. She's got her belt on. I do. She's got her belt on. That's all that matters. Yeah, and I've got to. I've got to bring it up too. So, you all are obviously welcome to watch to watch wrestling in the Spooky Saturday Discord. There, there should be a wrestling channel. Oh well, if enough people will talk about it, I will make a wrestling channel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we do have a Spooky Saturday Discord. We'll link it in the chat. It's quite fun. Very active. Lots of people hanging out, which is wonderful. I lurk there. I get too intimidated to talk sometimes, but I, it is wonderful to see everyone chatting and having fun. What was I, there's something else I was going to, oh, yes, uh, Spooky Saturday patches and uh, the Spooky Saturday scout badges should be out very soon, hopefully this week. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out on that. We'll probably mention it in the Discord first, so that if you're in the Discord and you want a Spooky Saturday patch, you will have the first of dibs. It's going to be great. So, oh, and... Yeah. um. Don't forget that Holly has a Patreon and I also have a Patreon and there's also lots of new items in the Wee Crowing Hens Etsy store. Yes. So you could check that out. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Wee Crowing Hens, I believe is how their URLs work. Yes. Something like that. And also a project that I worked on called Insider Art uh, is being kickstarted. It only has five days left. So if you search, Five days. yeah, if you go to my Instagram, I recently linked to their Instagram, which has the link. If you want easy access, you can go to my Instagram, which is K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. My latest post links to theirs, and then they have a link there. We're close, but we're not quite there yet. So if you want a anthology filled with cats and comics, check it out. And also buy everything in the Wee Crying Hens Etsy store, please. And we're going to put more stuff up, <laughs> it sounds like. But go buy yeah, that stuff. We'll, yeah, we will. And we'll have some more card yeah, once so you I, can get some, hopefully. That'll be around the same time as the patches. But we're we're busy, busy times. But it's, it's also tr- a long weekend. So please, take your long weekend to be safe. Wear a mask. Take care of yourselves. And we will see you next Saturday for more Spooky Saturday. Where we'll continue to out ourselves as a ridiculous conspiracy theory nerds. We didn't land on the moon. It wasn't <laughs> real. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you all next time. Bye! Moon Bye. truthers! For life. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeCrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific.